This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We will get to first coach fire this year in the National Football League. He also give you all our bets for tonight coming up power hour, final hour of the show. But I have a bunch of schools still to hit in the Big Ten. Lockness meets eight buckets, win total and schedule analysis. Ken, we now turn our attention to Nebraska, the Cornhuskers in year one of the Matt Rule regime. Uh, Nebraska under six and a half, minus 135, over six and a half at plus 110. Yeah, this is another bet. Do I, uh, I think I only have two other bets left in this conference, and this is one of them. Look, I... I like Matt Rule as a coach a lot. People who listened to us last year know that because I bet the Carolina Panthers to go over their win total, and they managed to do so despite the fact that they fired him. Um, so maybe that was a bet that won, but maybe it wasn't great rationale behind it. Uh, Baylor year two, one of the two programs he turned around in college. So he took over Temple, turned them around, made them really good, left. Took over Baylor year two. I think they won like 10 games. Uh, I bet they're over that year. I think I was even doing content by them. Um, I like Matt Rule. I think he's pretty good. This is like, I don't, know where this number comes from i just and i know there's like this rating can be in flux we're going from scott frost and an interim coach to matt rule so things can be different but like the recruiting hasn't changed a ton and it's a new quarterback jeff sims from georgia tech and like he's not like arch manning so just like they're really just supposed to win seven games like right away like that's just supposed to happen and be like that usually when i have this kind of subjective opinion on a a coach or a program rather like i'm like okay well why is the number like let me simulate the schedule i'll probably get a number really close and like that's where it's coming from and i i took like i put a good amount of time into nebraska's rating at least to start the season and i don't get this uh i get a lot more sixes than sevens and a good amount more fives than eights and i just think like six is by far the most likely number against the schedule and uh and maybe enough of the other teams in the division are bad or have off years like anything's possible i guess um maybe Purdue's like way worse than i think maybe minnesota is way worse than i think okay but like i just think this is like too much expectation too soon just like a i had this brought up before the break to do what we did here so matt rule took over temple and uh eventually again remember eventually would lead them to back-to-back 10 win season temple come on First year with Temple, they went two and ten, then improved by four games, then improved by four games again. Takes over Baylor the year, uh, so he leaves Temple. Baylor takes over in twenty seventeen. Uh, eventually, would lead Baylor to the Sugar Bowl and uh, and a uh, ten win regular season. First year at Baylor, one and eleven. So just like, can he get a year? <laughs> like, like, can he get a little bit of time here to like turn this whole thing around? Scott Frost was really bad. Scott Frost never won six games. This guy's supposed to win seven to hit an over. Cool. You know, when you bet him, I guess next year, like let him get a recruiting cycle in, let more stuff happen. Um, I just think it's like too much expectation. I mean, if they won six games, nobody in Nebraska would probably be, would probably be having to go to a bowl again, but nobody in Nebraska would be happy about it probably. And like that would represent like marked improvement where then they could improve going into next year. I, 
I think six is the right number for this team and reasonable juice on under six and a half, uh, I think is a good bet. This is a really weird one where like, I put a lot of effort into the rating and I still came in far enough under that it was a little striking. And I, uh, and I, I think I'm going to stick to it. So love Matt rule happily bet him in year two to do some great things. Maybe win the division next year, just, I think too much too soon in terms of market expectation. Uh, I will play under. No win total under bet on Nebraska for year one of the Matt Rule regime. All right, let's move to Ken to Northwestern, a team that's obviously been in, been in the news recently for all the wrong reasons. The Wildcats now at the win total of three, with Pat Fitzgerald obviously no longer employed as the head coach. Yeah, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not very interested in betting this win total right now, but I, I just I feel like the longer you bet or pay attention to this stuff just the more that you can identify some signals for when no matter the team, school, setup, whatever, for when there might be like a buy opportunity on something. And if we think about like, what is the opinion of this team program and season heading into this year? Like on a scale of one to a hundred, and the answer is one, like it can't be worse. It actually can't be worse hazing scandal the coach who overachieves every single year and like tryhards the team sometimes in the big 10 title game and he'd had a really bad last couple of years but like that's definitely the perception of pat fitzgerald is not there anymore they replace him with the defensive coordinator who they hired to fix the defense who's like never coached before and has only been a defensive coordinator at an fcs level and he's the coach it's like oh okay and they play the big 10 it's like all right yeah they're gonna be like they're not going to be great. <laughs> Just like, what is a reasonable baseline expectation for the team? And we're talking about small numbers here. Like, this might be the difference between, hey, you know, they're really more like a four-win team, which, by the way, is still hideous, which is really bad. Like, by the way, they might be more three than two. And, like, there are two and a halfs starting to appear in the market on this team. I don't know when the buy opportunity for Northwestern is. All I'm telling you is, and I haven't bet this team yet, I simulate there's, I mean, the rating's going to be tough. It's like the fill-in defensive coordinator as the coach, whatever. But like, I think like three is okay. And I'm a, I'm a little more than three, but there's a lot of flux, like possible fluctuations in the rating. Cause it's like, think about all the things that are changing. How can we know what the ratings really even going to be close to being? I just, I can tell you just, I get this like sensation that I tend to get when something has been like so exaggerated and like covered in and how it is impacted the betting market especially that like there might be a chance to buy northwestern here i don't know what i would need to do it almost certainly two and a half with reasonable juice on the over would have to be you'd have to think about it i mean they scheduled an fcs team they scheduled utep they're going to be favored in both games by some amount the fcs game will probably be favored by a good amount and then you probably bring like maybe two toss-up games into play maybe three I don't think it can wiggle a lot more from that, but like you can't shake three wins out of that schedule. Can't shake four wins out of that schedule, really? Um, also, we don't really know if the defensive coordinator is a good coach. Uh, David Braun, I think is his name. Uh, Lloyd's brother. And uh, it's just the, the win total is like, I, he can't get there. We have no, we don't know what this is going to be. I just think we don't know what this is going to be. And the assumption is it's going to be the worst thing in the history of college football from a performance standpoint. Does it have to be the worst or can it just be really, really bad? Um, so kind of like, Use your own instinct if you're listening to this. What what do you want? Do you like to buy low on terrible teams? Man, like the, the 2023 Northwestern Wildcats might be for you. Uh, we'll see what happens to the prices in the next couple days. Two and a half reasonable juice over. I think like has to be a bet almost. So just like something that something to consider. I haven't placed the bet yet because I, I think the market's only going to move in one direction. But like, let's see. And just like 
kind of like we'll call it a lean for right now i i don't please do not run to bet this under because like you've read about the scandal like that's either way in this or way too much in this and i don't know which one it is so what you're saying is serenity now mm. win total over maybe later mm. victory later that's <laughs> for, for for Lloyd Braun. Uh, you better you bet with Nick and Ken. Uh, David Braun in this instance. Uh, eight buckets, lock miss, win total schedule analysis for schools in the Big Ten. Uh, let's go to Ohio State. We talked about Michigan earlier. Uh, identical win total here for the Buckeyes, although Michigan's win total is juiced over. At BetMGM, Ken, it's just 10.5 minus 110 both ways. Michigan is even money to make the college football playoff. Ohio State is plus 115. Uh, and related note, C.J. Stroud was just named the week one starting quarterback for the Houston Texans that are on the road at the Baltimore Ravens. So Ohio State, as always, has to replace some NFL talents. Also, they've, they've got some good ones, including a wide receiver you might have heard of, Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, Ohio State, 10.5, Ken, is the win total this year, 110 both ways. Yeah, I don't mean to do so little on a team that could be so good and like could absolutely win the national championship, who I have a little bit of money on to win the national championship already. Um, they were one of the teams I kind of have on my list to to try to like price shop and see what red prices pop and if i want to bet them or not uh close to 10 to 1 on ohio state i i bet already uh to win the national title why did i bet it right now i think the price is more likely to improve in my favor than to go against me for a really specific reason which is that the perception of ohio state right now is they have no quarterback and they have a quarterback battle going on between two guys kyle mccord and devin brown uh brown apparently has a little bit more upside people i think more thought mccord was going to win the job they're not sure which is going to go but like replacing cj stroud which nick kind of just mentioned I just, it's like Ohio State. I just, really, one of them isn't good, really. And when we figure or out awesome. who that is, by the way, and we have three weeks to do it, so they're going to be undefeated. They're going to be 3-0. and They go to Notre Dame for the fourth game of the year. That's going to be awesome. If anybody watched Notre Dame on Saturday, yikes. They're, they might be really good. We don't know. Navy's also terrible. But, like, that's a really fun game. That'll be, like, the test game for Ohio State. They got three weeks to figure this thing out. And my theory is that in three weeks, when we get to the Notre Dame game, we're going to have somewhat of an idea of which one is better than the other one. And the market on Ohio State will kind of stabilize because they're absolutely insanely good besides that. Like, it's just they I mean, I just they make every every bit of sense in the world to win the national title. If they could just find a quarterback. And I know that's a big if also they're Ohio State. Um, so I did bet them preseason, whereas like Michigan, we already know what they are. I almost feel like their opinion can only go down as we go or stay the same. So I'm not betting Michigan to win the title before the year. Uh, same Michigan schedule analysis it follows Ohio State. They play two toss-up games with the Notre Dame game added in as like a little wrinkle that can make it a little more difficult. And it's probably why people like the 10.5 over on Michigan more than the 10.5 over on Ohio State because the Notre Dame game adds like a little extra difficulty for Ohio State's schedule. Uh, 10.4, I think, is my number for them. Rate them a little higher than Michigan to start the year. Whatever. It's like doesn't really matter. They're both really highly rated. Uh, can absolutely make the playoff. I think a reasonably good bet to win the national title before the season starts. Uh, we know Georgia's amazing. We think Alabama's amazing. At least a lot of people do. I'm not sure. And their price is really low. And we, Michigan, they're telling you they're going to send 100 players to the NFL. Ohio State, what are they saying? Like, well, they don't know who their quarterback is. When we know the answer to that question, does their price maybe go down a little bit? Um, and do they outperform expectation a little bit? Maybe. And, uh, and I like them a lot this year. So does the market. I like them to win the national title, too. All right, great stuff there on Ohio State. Ken, we don't well, we don't have enough time. I'm guessing you want to spend some time on Penn State. Do you want to try yeah, and you want to do, do can we Rutgers, do Rutgers? Or Wisconsin? Yeah, let's do Rutgers. Yeah. Uh, win total four and a half, juice to the under, under minus one twenty at BetMGM. Team has no schedule flexibility whatsoever. Uh, you can look at their schedule and pick out like the games where they're going to dump truck somebody and where they're going to get dump trucked, and you're going to have like four left. 
and I just they become like the one of the dumbest teams to try to handicap from a win total standpoint for that reason. Uh, their win total is literally always in like a three, three and a half, four range, and sometimes they go a little bit over it, and sometimes they win one game. And just I just see so little here that's interesting, honestly. So uh, I have no bets on Rutgers. I think their number of wins this year likely falls within like a three win range, and that's it. And I don't see a lot worth betting. All right. <laughs> You weren't lying. There's a little bit on Rutgers. So we still have a couple schools to hit in the Big Ten. We'll do that coming up to start the Power Hour. That'll be Wisconsin, that'll be Purdue, and that'll be Penn State. Uh, Ken, I I always love the breakdowns here. The Eight Buckets meets Lochmas. I think today has been the best one. I think the Big Ten. Oh, nice. Maybe Monday. It's a great job by you. Yeah, Yeah, uh, magnificent Monday. Great job. Um, We still have to do first coach fired in the National Football League, and we have to give you all our bets for tonight. Those will all come up in the final hour of the show, and the final hour, as always, is the power hour. So again, we'll come out of the shoot talking Drew Aller, James Franklin, and Penn State win total analysis here. You better you bet with Nick and Ken on the BetQL Network on a magnificent football Monday. <laughs>